Bella Rabari, and this is episode 34 of ShimmyCast. For this week's episode, we have devoted the entire episode to tribal-style dance. Um, we have a review of Evolution Tribal Fusion Belly Dance, and the article this week is on the history of tribal-style dance. We also have our usual event announcements and answers to the question of the week. The music for this week's show is from Little Red King and Solace. So let's get started. What do you do while listening to Shimmy Cast? Grasshopper from Lunenburg, Massachusetts posted, I just discovered the podcast about two weeks ago on iTunes. I listen to the podcasts in the car most of the time. But last week, I went on a Cub Scout overnight with my son. We spent, uh, we slept on a retired destroyer at Battleship Cove in Massachusetts. We slept in bunks that were three or four levels high with about one foot of space between each bunk. The bunks were suspended from the ceiling of the ship on chains. I knew that I would not be getting any sleep, so I loaded up the iPod with ShimmyCast episodes and Rock's Radio episodes. Lying there in the top bunk, I started grooving and got all the bunks in my row swinging. <laughs> Cub Scout Mom strikes back. <laughs> Grasshopper. <laughs> well, I have to say, I think that is probably one of the more interesting places that I have heard of people listening to ShimmyCast. And I appreciate you sending in that answer. And no one decided to answer last week's question about where to buy supplies. And I tell you guys, I really need some of you to answer because not only am I losing my Walmart fabrics department, last week my local Hancock's announced that it's closing. I don't know how many of you are aware of Hancock's Fabrics, but um, they've apparently the company is in a bit of financial trouble. They've filed Chapter 11, and my local store is one of the ones that got closed. So now I'm pretty much down to Hobby Lobby. <laughs> and I'm just like, ah, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to get material for my, fa <laughs> you know, for my costumes. I'm going beside myself. So if anybody has suggestions, I would appreciate it. And now your shimmy cast news. March 28th, skills workshop, beautiful belly work, abs, undulations, and accents at Shahana Studio in Glen Ellen, Illinois. March 31st, Oriental Magic Events in cooperation with Satara Oriental Dance Company presents the first edition of the annual dance fair, Magical Tribal, the first Dutch tribal fusion festival with bizarre barter area international performances and demonstrations and free workshops combined with an extended edition of Oriental Whirlings, Tribal Nights, a whirling oriental dance party with free platform and several performances. This event, this event takes place in the halls of Ettership in Ettenlore. April 1st, 
Silk Vale Dine in Glen Ellen, Illinois. April 1st, Hippie Shake Hoflet and Bazaar at Glen Alpine Community Center in New South Wales, Australia. April 3rd is the release of Moon Moth Mixes, a belly dance practice compilation by Solus. And the disc will be available for pre-order from the website um, that you'll find in the form notes. April 4th, Skills Workshop, Goddess Walking and Veil Basics at Shahana's Studio in Glen Ellen, Illinois. April 7th, Arabian Market at Martha Cohen Theater in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. April 11th, Skills Workshop, Staging and Choreography for Groups or Solos in Glen Ellen, Illinois. April 12th through 15th, Bahia and Hot Seminars presents Tribal Dance Camp with Rachel Bryce, Zoe Jacks, Brandy Bullen, and Bahia in Hunt, Texas. April 13th through 15th, Tribal Caravan LA 2007. Three days of workshops with Frederick, Heather Stance, Lorraine Hansen, Alexandra King. Tribal belly dance performances, live music, and vending. Agura near Los Angeles, California. April 14th, Middle East Music Ensemble in Hyde Park Fulton Recital Hall at the University of Chicago in Illinois. April 15th, Yasmin El Kahara presents Aleph Leila Spring Fling, Rock Starkey, and Tribal Blast in Carlsdatt, New Jersey. April 18th, Skills Workshop, Balancing and Sword Tricks and Techniques in Glen Ellen, Illinois. April 18th through the 22nd, International Belly Dance Conference of Canada in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. April 18th through the 24th, Paletta Reese Dennis and Gypsy Caravan present the first week-long Tribal Belly Dance Intensive in Portland, Oregon. April 19th, College of DuPage Dance Showcase in Glen Ellen, Illinois. April 21st, Meyer and Awal will be performing at Spring Fest in Fayetteville, Arkansas. And just an aside, this will be the public debut of the group choreography that I did. Yay! Okay, sorry. April 21st through 22nd, Babylon Breeze and Isis <laughs> Rising Productions presents Azia of Montreal, Portland, and Eshram Lam of Puerto Rico in workshops and shows in Norfolk, Virginia. April 21st through the 22nd, Rakia Hassan of Cairo, Egypt in workshops plus Saturday evening show in Redwood City, California. April 21st through 22nd, Delinia Workshop in Chicago, Illinois. April 22nd, Belly Dance Course in Bahaja, California, Mexico. April 25th, Skills Workshop, Unraveling Arabic Music, Rhythm and Musicality in Glen Ellen, Illinois. April 27th through 29th, Spirit of the Tribe 7 in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. April 29th, Delinia Workshop in San Francisco, California. April 28th, Ahlem Dance Theater Performance at the Tunisian-German Friendship Day in Essen, Germany. 
April 29th, Bollywood Workshop in Limburg, Netherlands. April 29th through May 5th, Artemis will teach and perform in Japan. May 19th through 20th, the event is Dame Fest Dance and Music Exposition in Bellevue, Washington at Crossroads. And they are looking for volunteers to help, so go check out the website. This has been the ShimmyCast News for this week. And as always, you can find more information about all of these events on our forum board. This week's review is of the DVD Evolution Tribal Fusion Belly Dance Performances, and it is reviewed by Arabella. As a new dancer, I have avoided buying performance DVDs and instead bought primarily instructional DVDs because I thought it made more sense to have more instructional than performance DVDs. The one performance DVD I've had for over a year is Belly Dance Superstars Live in Paris. However, a few weeks ago, I realized that I've watched the Belly Dance Superstars DVD countless times far more than all the instructional DVDs combined. I watched the Billy Dance Superstars for choreography and costume ideas, and for sheer inspiration. I decided that performance DVDs must not be all bad, so I went shopping for a new performance DVD. After watching some video clips of DVDs available at the Hollywood Music Center, I decided to buy Evolution Tribal Fusion Belly Dance Performances. Given that my motivations for buying the DVD were to get choreography and costume ideas, and also some jaw-on-the-floor inspiration, I was not disappointed. Overall, the production quality is excellent. There are lighting effects that enhance the performances, while generally also putting sufficient light on the performer that you can see clearly what they're doing. Camera angles are by and large, well-placed so you can see the performer top to bottom, but they are also creative enough that you don't get bored with a single viewpoint. In most performances, there are a few seconds where I wish the camera angle had been different, but compared to many videos I've seen, those instances are minor. There is a wide variety of music, much of it provided by either Solis or Masavo, plus one piece each provided by the Upper Egyptian Ensemble, Naked Rhythm, Hamdi El Kahit, and members of Domba. There are 11 performances, solos by Cami Little, Zoe Jacks, Malia, and Aubrey, as well as Ava Fleming and Liz Strong, who each perform a sword dance solo. There is also a solo performance by Kairos, who performs with Hoop. There is a duet performance by Heather Stant and a partner from Urban Tribal Dance Company. There are troupe performances by Domba Diva Dasi, now named Blue Damsel, and in the finale, Urban Gypsy performs a fire dance. In addition to the performances, there is quite a bit of textural materials bios of almost all the performers, as well as a thorough article explaining tribal fusion that, is, that was written by Heather Stantz. 
founder of Urban Child Dance Company. As someone with little exposure to tribal, tribal fusion belly dance, I found that article extremely helpful. With respect to the bios of the performers, there wasn't one for Karis, presumably an oversight, and I was disappointed that the individual members of the troops were not named anywhere. The performances themselves met my expectations for inspiration. Wow, how do they do that? Particularly from the solos of Camille Little and Aubrey and the Urban Tribal Duet. And I have already reviewed it a couple of times, so I could look more closely at this or that costume element. I saw several moves and combinations that I hadn't seen previously, and I will almost assuredly be viewing it again for choreography ideas. So on those counts, I feel I made a wise purchase. There is one outcome of my having viewed this video that I did not expect, however. While watching some of the performances, and since then, I have asked myself, is that belly dance? What exactly is belly dance? Are there criteria, certain moves, an attitude, posture perhaps, that I can use to objectively define a certain performance as, quote, belly dance? As the title of the DVD, Evolution, implies, belly dance particularly fusion belly dance, is changing as its performers and teachers grow and explore. The performances on this DVD seem to be excellent snapshots of tribal fusion belly dance as it is right now. If you highly value very traditional belly dance performances, this is probably not the DVD for you. If you have limited experience with tribal and tribal fusion belly dance, and want to explore it more, and or if you are looking for innovative choreography, costume, and music ideas, then I recommend Evolution. And I would like to very much thank Arabella for that review. And I was, I'm just very excited about this whole show being about um, tribal and tribal fusion because I know a lot of you guys have been asking about it. And so I really appreciate a lot of the new ShimmyCast staff stepping forward and coming up to bat for me <laughs> since it's not a topic I know a lot about. So uh, on with the show and this week's first song is Rain in the Desert by Little Red King from the Podsafe Music Network.
And now it's time for emails and feedback. Um, I'm sorry to say I've been a little laxed about getting around to all the different um, podcatchers and aggregators and stuff where people can leave feedback for the show. And you should all be very proud that I got around to doing that this week. So um, I'm going to read you some feedback that's been left around um, various sites. Um, so first we have comments that were left for the show on Podcast Alley that I'd like to share for you, share with you. And the first was excellent podcast, 100% wonderful, great articles, wide ranging questions of the week, just excellent. And the... Um, Submitter of that comment uh, just had feedback, so I can't really <laughs> tell you who that was. But anyway, uh, the next one was Excellent Belly Dance Podcast, and that was submitted by Before Hana. And then we have one more. This is one of my all-time favorite podcasts. Love Anala and the Crew, XOX. And that was submitted by Moon Girl. And then we also had a review left for us on Yahoo Podcasts by Everything Else Was Taken, which I really like that reviewer name. And they say, I love this podcast. There really isn't too much in the way of a large belly dance community, and any addition is welcome. It's even better when it's an excellent addition like this. So I just wanted to read those on the air and publicly thank everybody whenever you leave reviews or comments at different places. It really helps the show get noticed even just a little bit more. And so I really appreciate that. And next we have a new poster on the forum boards, Grasshopper from Lindbergh, Massachusetts. Hi, I chose the screen name Grasshopper because I'm very new to belly dance. In the Kung Fu movie, Kane was given the nickname Grasshopper by the master when he first went to study at Kung Fu at the monastery. I discovered this beautiful dance form a little over one month ago at our local YMCA. I started taking the belly dance class for exercise and soon realized that it has so much more to offer. Several of the ladies in the class have been taking lessons for two to four years. Some are even performing. I don't know if I will ever perform, but I sure am having fun. The ladies in class like to dress up with skirts or hair and pants, hip scarves, and big jewelry. We are not allowed to wear street shoes on the aerobics dance floor. Here in the Northwest, winters can be cold, and my feet hurt when they're cold. I went to the store where I buy my daughter's dance stuff to buy a pair of ballet slippers to wear when dancing. While I was there, I saw a very sexy dance dress. It is a burgundy velvet leotard with a long skirt attached. The skirt has slits that go up to the hip. One shoulder is exposed. When I told the store owner what I was buying it for, she took out her book and ordered a coin belt to go with it. When I put on this outfit, I feel like a different person. Wow. Now I know why my six-year-old daughter keeps asking for the fanciest new tutus. 
I discovered the podcast two weeks ago. I started with episode one, and I'm up to episode 24. I'm enjoying it very much. Anala, if you read this, please keep up the great work. It is much appreciated, Grasshopper. Well, thank you very much <laughs> for that post. And um, as soon as I saw Grasshopper, I was like, ah, oh, the Kung Fu movie. <laughs> so I knew exactly what you were talking about. And I just love that story. And, um, yeah, and it's very funny that you talk about how the ladies in your class like to dress up and everything. Because um, when I went for my checkup with my rheumatologist, we were talking about my dancing and everything and how popular it was. And um, we have three beginning classes in my troop now. And each class has somewhere between 30 and 40 students in it and we're actually having to turn people away unfortunately because we don't have space in the room for more students so we're having to turn people away and I feel terrible about that but um and he was talking to me and he was like well why do you think it's so popular and of course I, th I think a lot of it has to do with the health benefits and you do get this sense of self-esteem and I think for a lot of people, it's not like real exercise. I mean, it's real exercise, but mentally you don't think of it as real exercise because I think a lot of us in the West have this mindset that exercising has to be boring and dull and you just have to go into the gym and lift weights or run on a treadmill or something like that. And we never think about, oh, I can have fun in a dance class with a lot of other women as a form of exercise. <laughs> Um, but then we also talked about how you get to dress up really pretty. <laughs> and that might be another reason why people are really taken with belly dancing. So, and I just want to say I appreciate that post so much because it reminded me a lot of myself when I first started dancing. As far as the feelings of, oh, I don't think I'm going to perform or I don't know if I want to. And then you get that first costume and then you're just like, Oh, I feel so different and so pretty. So I envy you the new journey that you're beginning on, Grasshopper, and I think you're really going to have fun with it. And I also wanted to let you guys know that we now have 70 members on our Frapper map. So if you haven't been by to look at the Frapper map lately, you should go check it out and see if there are other listeners in your area. And if you aren't signed up, then you should go sign up. <laughs> okay, as always, comments, suggestions, feedback, send it to shimmycast at gmail.com or post on the forum boards. Send us an audio and keep leaving those reviews. I promise I will do better at going by and reading those. This week's article is History of American Tribal Style Belly Dance by Jennifer Ray, who is a new ShimmyCast staff member. American Tribal Style Belly Dance, also known by the acronym ATS, is an engaging and eye-catching style that in the past 20 years has grown from a San Francisco studio to venues around the globe. 
This style has been embraced eagerly by many people that enjoy the grace, confidence, and delight of creating dances with new friends. Performers of ATS are often asked if they are representing a particular culture or recreating a historic dance. I have hesitated when asked these questions as the answers are often not clear. ATS evokes a strong feeling of community, culture, and history, making it hard to discern the true origins of the dance. In order to gain a better appreciation of this style, we're going to explore the genesis and growth of American tribal style belly dance through the work of the San Francisco-based Fat Chance Belly Dance Troupe. I'm limiting my discussion of tribal dance history to fat chance belly dance because I'm most familiar with this style and because the history of ATS and fat chance belly dance may also be of interest for students of the more recent tribal belly dance and fusion styles as these are based on the work of fat chance belly dance, though they may appear stylistically far removed. ATS is directly descended from classic Egyptian cabaret and uses many steps and gestures from that style. ATS blends stylistic influences from those countries along the migration routes of the Roma people, incorrectly termed gypsies, into the cabaret base. One can see the influence of India, Egypt, Turkey, and Spain in the costume, music, steps, and posture of ATS dance. ATS dancers are taught to understand and respect these cultural elements as they create a dynamic mosaic through their dance. American tribal style began 20 years ago within San Francisco belly dance classes taught by Carolina Noricchio. Miss Noricchio was developing and refining her vision of belly dance as learned from her teacher, Masha Archer, and her grandteacher, Jamila Salampur, whose roots extend back almost 45 years. Jamila Salampur was a key proponent in a 1960s Middle Eastern belly dance revival that included codifying dance steps, showcasing the dance and festivals and creating the folkloric dance troupe Bal Anyat. Bal Anyat performed stylized dances from many cultures that were interpreted and reformed for American audiences. Her artistic vision incorporated many of the eclectic costuming elements and presentation styles of ATS. Masha Archer, a student of Jamila Salampur, formed the San Francisco classic dance troupe in the 1970s. She integrated Masalampur's work into a modern dance style that blended Egyptian cabaret and folkloric dance with an eye for group formations and costume design. Her influence can be seen in the uplifted ATS posture, graceful style, stage presence, use of antique jewelry, and a wide-ranging musical selections. Carolina Noricchio, the director of Fat Chance Belly Dance, began teaching in the late 1980s, blending and refining the legacy of her former teachers. 
Carolina incorporated many of the steps, costume elements, the chorus, and the dancer formations of both Miss Salampour and Miss Archer's previous work. She also worked to promote ATS in cultural events, festivals, conferences, theaters, and ethnic dance festivals. Miss Noricchio refined the steps for group improvisation in the small venues in which her troupe performed in. One of the most notable developments was to turn the dancers so their right hips were emphasized. This innovation allowed clear, uninterrupted sight lines between the group leader and the followers. Clear cues and transitions aided in the rapid step changes needed during group improvisation. Simple finger symbol patterns allowed for easy step transitions and added to the unified group presence. Miss Noricchio also encouraged respect for the cultural roots of the music, dance steps, and costume elements to her students. Many troop members over the 20-year history of Fat Chance Belly Dance have contributed to the style and repertoire of the troupe. The most recent development in ATS is the creation of Tribal Pura, collaboration between Fat Chance Belly Dance and the Devyani Dance Company, led by Mega Gavin. Miss Gavin and Miss Noricchio have blended classical art with the science of anatomy to communicate the fundamental elements of ATS. They are currently touring wor worldwide with tribal pure uh, workshops and general skills cer certifications in ATS. ATS is not an old dance, but it is but it is evocative of a time past when groups commonly gathered and the women danced with each other, supporting their dance sisters and finding their own power. My interest in studying the history of ATS came from a desire to know my lineage. I want to understand the evolution of this dance that sparks my passion and imagination. I hope that this brief overview may answer some of the listeners' questions and share my appreciation for the rich history and dynamic future of American tribal-style belly dance. I will end with a quote from Miss Noricchio that I think sums up the essence of ATS. Quote, Imagine this. There was a time in history, a long time ago, when the bounce and sway of a woman's hips was considered so beautiful that they set it to music and made a dance out of it. hope you all enjoyed that article from our new staff member, Jennifer Ray, and she has given me a list of the references that she used while writing this article, and those will be put on the article section of the website, so you can go check it out. Um, she has some great references to websites and a couple of books, and I know one of the books I own, and so... Um, I'm going to have to like go to the websites and then find this other book too so I can <laughs> see if I can get it or the no it's a DVD it's a DVD yeah so I'll have to
go check those out so I can learn more. <laughs> and I know I really appreciated this article because I learned a lot more about tribal style and its history. And like I've said before, I'm really glad that we have these new staff members who are so knowledgeable about aspects of belly dance that I'm not knowledgeable about so we can all learn from each other. And I love it. But now it's time for the question of the week. I feel like I should be doing a drum roll or something, but I don't have a drum roll sound clip. Anyway. Oh, yeah, I guess I do. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Here's the question. What kind of body adornment or body art do you like to use while performing? To answer, you can send emails to shimmycast at gmail.com or go to our forum board at shimmycast.blogspot.com. And feel free to answer previous questions. We'll always use them. Finally, it's time for the second music pick of the week. This is Mass Mood from Rhythm of the Dance by Solace. I hope you all enjoy, and until next time, this is Anala Rabari saying shimmy on.
Thanks again for listening to ShimmyCast. You can leave us feedback at shimmycast at gmail.com and be sure to visit our website and forum at www.shimmycast.blogspot.com. Remember, the opinions expressed are those of the host and the podcast crew. Thanks again.